I'm joined on the line by Rami Al-Maghari, who is an independent journalist um, and also a university lecturer based in Palestine. Uh, Rami has reported for uh, independent media outlets around the world, has written extensively for uh, Electronic Intifada and uh, m many other pages. Uh, Rami is joining us right now from Gaza. Hello. Hello. Hi, Rami. Uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks for hosting me. Thank you, Stefan. Good to speak with you. So this last week has been really um, intense in Gaza. Um, there's also, of course, the context of uh, an Israeli election. Well, not exactly an election campaign, but the fallout from an Israeli, Israeli election. Um, but I wanted to first talk about how this last week has impacted uh, people living in Gaza. Can, can you talk about what it has looked like from the ground? Uh, actually, this uh, absolutely was of the intensive Israeli air raids and Israeli attacks on the Gaza Strip in, in, in the past few years following the Israeli large-scale war attack on the Gaza Strip in 2014. This is a, a very ongoing situation that is intermittent from time to time. Israeli attacks Palestinians and the Palestinians are forced to retaliate to Israeli fire. And actually last week or the last uh, the last happening or the last uh, incident, uh, the Israeli uh, violence against Gaza uh, was sparked, sparked by Israeli by Israeli uh, by the Israelis themselves, the Israeli army or the Israeli uh, forces uh, extrajudicially killed a Palestinian senior Palestinian uh, resistance leader in Gaza, uh, for whom uh, Israel has been uh, waging a very uh, intensive media campaign uh, online and others that accusing this person of uh, attacking Israelis or, or or orchestrating attacks against Israel. This is the pretext that Israel produces, which is what which does not allow Israel to do such a thing because uh, in terms of the international law and the for the Geneva Convention for the protection of the human of civilians uh, in times of war as the Israeli attack, the strategical judicial killing of this particular person in Gaza had led to the killing of uh, a woman, his wife, alongside him. So Israel did not care to, to the civilians around this guy and did not care even to the, uh, uh, for first and foremost, to the international law that prevents such kind of extrajudicial killing of, of people, of persons. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, on the ground, uh, and also the Israeli uh, attacks were intensive after the killing of that guy, because Palestinians in Gaza and uh, those belong the 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 the, the faction that uh, this guy belonged to uh, retaliated with some uh, uh, projectiles. Uh, a few hundred projectiles into Israel, into Israel, into nearby Israel as a as a kind of retaliation or some sort of retaliation to the deadly attack against this person. Israel did not uh, react uh, uh, peacefully or calmly, but rather had intensively attacked the Gaza Strip, killing as many Palestinians as 36. And during the uh, 24 or 48 hour Israeli attack on the region, 
uh, including these 36 persons, uh, half of them were civilian, uh, children and women. And you know, this is, this is uh, something that is being prevented by the international law that uh, the, the occupying power should take care and should care to, to the persons they, they are targeting and should avoid human, should avoid civilians any harm during their uh, 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 during hostility times, during their attacks against uh, the population. This has uh, been very intensive for the Palestinians. 36 and dozens of others have been injured. While in fact on the Israeli side, the few hundred rockets that landed on nearby Israel did not harm any Israelis. No one has been reportedly killed among the Israelis. Few slight injuries and most of them were uh, by shock or by panic. This is uh, this raises the point of disproportionate Israeli. Israeli attacks against disproportionate Israeli response to the to the to the to the mostly populated to the mostly civilian populated Gaza Strip over the past several years, not only this time. This is something that always has been sparked by the Israelis themselves. Always Israel, in, in many of the incidents, in many of the occasions, Israel ha, ha, was the, the one that initiates or sparks violence yeah. in this very small part of the world, which is called the Gaza Strip, which is about 40, 25 uh, mile long and o uh, only an average of, uh, of uh, seven, 7 kilometers width. So this is a very tiny coastal territory that is populated and Israeli attacks are always intensive because they target by a way or another they harm or they inflict harm on the civilian population. Mm -hmm. So in terms of this past uh, two weeks, uh, you, you have mentioned 36 Palestinians have been killed. Uh, of course, many, many people injured, which is not really talked about a lot in the media. Um, some of your reporting over the years has looked at Israeli airstrikes in Gaza and how they impact families and also the ways in which uh, injuries are sustained by Palestinian civilians in Gaza. I remember one piece you wrote about um, the community effort in, in Gaza to provide limbs for people who have lost um, legs or arms due to Israeli military strikes. Um, so for a few days, this issue was in the international news, um, but now again, uh, coverage has subsided. Can you talk about how such um, military um, bombings by the Israeli army affect people in the long term, thinking specifically about what you've reported on the work the to support yeah, Palestinians who've lost their legs. Mm, this is a very good point to raise, actually. And as I have just mentioned during my last my, my, my last talk to you, the first part of this interview, that uh, this is the this disproportionate Israeli attacks against Palestinians. Always Israel does, does not uh, does not make sure that uh, that their attacks on Palestinians are proportionate. And the people that you have mentioned that have been provided limbs or something like that. Uh, by some international organizations or by local support and local donations, these this number of, of of people has been mounting, has been increasing over the past couple of years since March 2018, when Palestinians in Gaza 
broke out there uh, some kind of peaceful protests that have been allegedly peaceful peaceful have been reported to be peaceful on the border lines between Gaza and Israel uh, within the Palestinians uh, a quest for the lifting of the Israeli blockade that has been for existed that has been that has been in place for about 12 years now and also the assertion by Palestinians on their basic uh, inalienable uh, right to return to their homeland from which they were displaced by Israel back in 1948. The international organizations, including United Nations and other concerned bodies, have always, over the past couple of years, have always called on Israel to avoid uh, uh, inflicting harm on these protesters, on these peaceful protesters. Most of them are young people, most of them are young people, civilian young people, who just show up on the borderlines to protest. Israel's response to these demonstrations has been disproportionate according to international uh, uh, organizations like the Human Rights Council of United Nations, which has condemned the Israeli use of force or lethal force against these peaceful protesters along the borders between Israel and Gaza. Uh, this has been increasing, as you have just said, and as you suggested, that this is something that the Palestinians in Gaza cannot cope with uh, for 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 time to come, for the future, because the 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 health infrastructure in the Gaza Strip is almost down, is almost bro broke down actually because of the frequent Israeli attacks and the imposition of the Israeli blockade over the Gaza Strip. I would like to cite here an example of some of these major health organizations, health facilities in the Gaza Strip, which is called the Abu Yusuf al-Najjar Hospital, that has been demanding the people of Rafah city. This is called, this is located in the, in the Rafah. This uh, hospital is located in the uh, southern Rafah city, which is, uh, uh, which is a home to about 245,000, 245, thousand residents of the Gaza Strip live in this Rafah town and this Rafah city where there is Abu Yusuf al-Najjar hospital which is called hospital but in fact it is not it is no hospital it is not a hospital it's only a small clinic that should deal with many cases with hundreds of cases uh, or thousands of cases in Rafah city especially in times of wars and in times of attacks really attacked this has been unable to cope with the amount of injuries the amount of this that come over to the hospital for some kind of a treatment and during intensive times this but the people of, of Rafah town, of Rafah city, have been demanding over the past few years uh, the local authorities and other international bodies to establish, to, 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 to ensure to them a, a sort of a major hospital that can cope with the, with the yes. whole situation. You know the situation here is very complicated. There is a sort of disunity between the Palestinians, unfortunately. The Gaza is is is, is alone. The, the and the the Gaza Bank is separate. But hopefully the people are just hoping these days that these two Palestinians, the Hamas and Fatah parties, who are uh, existed, who are in control, uh, a Hamas in Gaza and the Fatah in the West Bank, led by Palestinian authorities, President Mahmoud Abbas, that these two parties have some sort of a common ground of a compromise within an elections that has been reported to take place. Uh, in the near, in the very near future, 
uh, referring reference reference to this Rafah hospital, which is an indication of how destroyed and how. Uh, uh, let me say how ruined the health services in Gaza are. This is, have been, has been uh, uh, highlighted on the electronic intifada. I have a piece just finished writing or just being published on the electronic intifada website about the Rafah hospital and the lack of this hospital and the, pal and the people's demand for having a major hospital that can absorb all the cases and that can deal with the health needs and medical needs of the population. This is a very important, really important hospital, an important part of the Gaza Strip, which is home to 245,000 Palestinians. Thanks for sharing all that, Rami. Um, so today it is uh, Monday, November 25th, 2019. Um, we're on the line with Rami Al-Magari in uh, Gaza, Palestine. So given the reporting you've been doing and also events over the last couple of weeks, um, how has it been going for you as a journalist? This is really good to say, good to to, 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 to raise and to talk about uh, as a Palestinian journalist, not only a matter of being a journalist, it's, only a it's also a matter of being a father of his children. It's me, me, me it, it's only a matter, it's also a matter of being a human being living in this very intense part of the world in amidst the conflict zone, in the middle of the conflict zone. This is sort of, uh, I, I, I don't know how to describe my feelings in a time I have a responsibility and obligation to my work and I need to go and to report and to find the stories and to, and to report and to interview people. This is a very intense situation for all the, the people in Gaza. For me as a journalist, I can't move. I can't risk myself. Yeah, I remember during the, the last 24, 48 hour attacks on the Gaza Strip by the Israelis, I only had to go to, to, to the grocery, to very close grocery to bring some, some food. I had to, to go to, 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 to participate in a, a funeral procession for, for a, of a relative who has pronounced died at, at, at hospital because of illness. I only went to the to the people. I did uh, I did sort. I I offered their uh, I offered my bit of consolences to them and left the place quickly because I didn't want to stay long because moving in the streets is risky. Moving to others are, is risky also, uh, and and getting some basic things is risky as well because no one can 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 imagine. No one can predict when is the the next Israeli hit. The next Israeli target, you, as I just mentioned, the Gaza Strip is a very densely populated region with many population right living right live in this part of the world, which is a very small, tiny coastal territory. You don't know what what is the next target, and as just mentioned, uh, the Israeli judicial killing of of that senior Palestinian from the Palestinian resistance uh, groups. Okay. Did not the Israeli extrajudicial killing did not care to the how many civilians around this? But the most important, uh, apparently, for the Israelis is to harm what what wh whoever they want to harm. So you don't, you can't move uh, well. You can't move smoothly. You can't move peacefully during the attack. So being a journalist, not being a journalist, all of the people are are, are almost stranded into their uh, neighborhoods, into their homes. They cannot go and they cannot move fast, uh, 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 sorry, uh, long distances. 
Be, uh, the cars in the streets are very little. The shops, most of them are closed down. All the facilities are shut down, including uh, non-governmental, governmental, uh, private sector, all of these. Only 10% of the life is going or, or uh, you see or, or uh, is seen to be going in times of conflict. So what I had to do as a journalist is to wait until there is some uh, 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 calmer situation until the intensity is, is getting uh, uh, gets lesser the intensity of that text to in order to be able to move and find the stories I had to record over Vaughan I remember I had to I had to stay in my place re listening from some uh, uh, some uh, uh, some some assistance uh, from from uh, people around on the ground in the local uh, community in the local neighborhood by phone I could uh, understand things by phone I could uh, by TV I could understand things but moving was very difficult for me as a journalist because when there is an intense Israeli shelling or killing or targeting of the Gaza Strip movement is very very much very 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 less compared with normal times Thank you so much for sharing all of this, Rami, um, and also about your report on the calls for a major hospital in Rafa, Gaza, yeah. that will come out soon on electronicintifada.net. Um, yes, it, it, it has already it has already come it has already come up it has already it has already great. been up on the electronicintifada. You can find it on the electronicintifada now. Perfect. Thank you again for taking the time to speak today, Rami. No problem. You are welcome, Stefan. So, Stefan, so have you finished now? Yes, all done. Yeah. Very good.